0: everybody. Welcome to another episode of Manifesting and the Bible. Today we are going to read from Romans chapter number 4. We are again reading the New King James Version, and we are going to start with Number seven, uh, sorry, uh, Romans chapter four, verse 17. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations and the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who, contrary to hope, in hope, believed so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken so shall your descendants be that's what was spoken and not being weak in faith he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief but was strengthened in faith giving glory to God And being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. And therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Okay, so that was Romans 4, verse 17 through 22. Now, my target scripture was verse 17 but I wanted to provide a little bit of context because this was a scripture about Abraham and how um, God promised him he was going to be a father of nations and him and his wife didn't have any sons or any kids Um, and they were advanced in age but you know how they still believed the promise now that's not to say that he didn't waver because he did And that is how he got his son Ishmael because his wife actually, another instance of a wife, you know, pushing something at the the husband. So his wife actually sent her maid into him so that they could fulfill the law or fulfill the promise, I should say, not the law. And um, that is how he had his son Ishmael. So, God did not promise him Ishmael. Let's just say that. God promised him a, boy, a son within his marriage, not outside of his marriage. So, again, the, the scripture that my target scripture though is, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Or as one, uh, I think it's the King James Version says, who calls those things that be not as though they were. So that is my target scripture. And it is pointing to a lot of Christians. um, Just to basically, my, my point is to show you this right here, this entire scripture is embodying the, the the word manifestation. It embodies it. It is literally the, um, the definition of what manifesting is. Manifesting is literally calling those things that be not as though they were. That, that's literally what manifesting is. You're asking for something, believing that you can receive it, and you'll receive it. That is the the crux of manifesting whatever it is that you want into your life. And in this scripture reference, in the the entire context, is basically showing, um, to me, I I believe it, it was written to basically show us all, especially those who believe that this is God's word, that a person who is 100 years old, And a a woman, excuse me, a man who's 100 years old and a woman who's 80 years old, whose womb is surely dead. Because although a man should still have the ability to produce all his life, produce seed all his life, the woman's womb dies. So for her womb to be dead and he was still able to produce a life in her, and she was able to give birth to that life through a dead womb. It is because they he, they called those things that do not exist as though they did. And it says, "In the presence of Him whom He believed, God who gives life to the dead." To me, in my opinion, in this in that sentence, the dead that He's referring to is Sarah's womb. He gave life to her womb so that she could bear the life that Abraham produced in his seed. So when we talk about manifesting anything that we want in life, we are taking it to the scripture. This scripture lets us know that we are able to call those things that do not exist in our life right now, and bring them forth into our reality. So the things that you dream about in your mind, and you just think it's a dream, a wish, or a want. Take away the dream, take away the wish, and take away the want. And make that reality. Start looking at that as this is something, not just that I wish I could have, but this is something that I am, I am having now. I want this today. And start instead of daydreaming of, oh, I really want this. Daydream or visualize, because um, to me, daydream is more of a fantasy. Visualizing is basically taking that fantasy and making it reality. That's, that's kind of the what I see it the differences in daydreaming and visualization. But if you can daydream about it, you can visualize about it. And when you visualize about what it is that you want, what it is that you desire, and what you thought was just like a little dream, inject the feeling of already having what it is that you have, excuse me, what it is that you want. Because if you go back to Mark 11 that we've already discussed, it lets you know that if you ask and believe that those things that you ask for, you will receive, you will have whatever you want. So don't just look at, at your daydream as something that, or whatever it is that you think about and say, oh, I really want it and I hope for it. No, don't, don't even think of it like that. You must inject the feeling of already having what it is that you want. That is where belief comes into it. When you ask, you have to believe And that is why there are so many scriptures surrounding not just belief and having faith. And even when Jesus talked about having faith, he lets you know that your faith only has to be this big. Go and Google what how big a mustard seed is. That is all your faith has to be for you to be able to to bring whatever you want into your life and move mountains out of your life. There are literally scriptures in the Bible, if you go to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they all correlate with the same Mark 11. They all correlate. Different words, they still correlate. And the the premise of those scriptures is, ask believing that you will receive, and you will have it. This scripture correlates with that as well, because it lets you know that God will give life unto the dead and call those things that be not as though they were. So you have to make sure that you are not just reading these words and glossing over them. This is life. This is how you create your life. And another um episode earlier uh that I posted Deuteronomy 8.18 it says that God has given us the power to get wealth. He gave us this power way at the beginning of time. And if you think about if you go back in Genesis and see all of the things that those people did because they knew that they had this power they knew that they had the power to create and they did. But the, the I think the biggest hiccup for man is that Him having this power makes him feel like he is like God. And we are like God. We are made in his image. But being like God does not make you the creator. It doesn't. So you always, always, always want to make sure that you give God the glory. Always want to make sure that you are grateful for everything that shows up because while he gave you this power, this power is not of yourself. It is he that has given you this power. And you always want to praise him and thank him for giving you this power. For giving you the bow- power to create your life. For giving you the power to call those things that be not as though they were. For giving you the power to, to think, speak, and it, is, and it is so. The Bible says the the um. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. So if you love death, you're going to eat that fruit. and, And that brings me back to two notable figures that are celebrities from the 90s, Tupac and Biggie. Biggie's first album was called Born to Die, and his second one was called Life After Death. He already he already spoke it into existence. So when he died, it wasn't... I mean, it was sad, but guess what? He already spoke that into existence. He felt that enough to name his two albums after death. And Tupac, if you listen to Tupac's lyrics, all he did was talk about death. So it's not surprising that both of these young men were cut down in the prime of their life. Why? Because life and death are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. We have, your words are so powerful. And because we were created in the image of God, if he was able to create a world with his words, how powerful are you if you were created in his image and in his likeness? Your words have power. And this is what I am try, trying to get my niece to understand. Your words have power. They have the power to bless and to curse. And that is why the Bible says, by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Watch the things that you say, because you are causing life and death with the power of your tongue. And should you decide to choose life, make sure that as you're manifesting, you choose the right words to say. Saying things like, um, um, let's see, it's coming or um, I am, you know, walking into the best year of my life or um, tomorrow is going to be a great, no, 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 no. I'm trying to articulate, to articulate this well, but for some reason, I can't think of the words to say, <coughs> but my main, my main point is make sure that the words that you're saying when you're manifesting is always the present tense, because as you know, and my belief is that there is no future because every time tomorrow comes, it is today, Right? and we are not promised tomorrow anything can happen at this moment to obliterate us and tomorrow will never come so always live for today and by living for today and 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 being grateful for today and and you know watching the words that you say and speaking life and and, and thinking life and feeling life and Feeling grateful and happy, all that does is set you up for a better today if tomorrow comes. So, while what you're doing today is sowing seeds, should tomorrow come? So, don't ever live for any future date. Don't ever live for any future date. Tomorrow is never promised. Live for today, create for today. Manifest for today and speak for today. You have the power to call those things that be not as though they were. Don't call it for a specific date in a future that may not come. I often hear people saying, "Um, you know, when you ask for something, make sure you put a date on it. You know, um, today is what, October 7th? You know, make sure that you say, I want this $10,000 by the 31st or, you know, by December 1st. So that day never comes. That day may not ever come for you. So if you're asking for $10,000, ask for it today. So as more todays you are allowed to live, one of those todays you're going to get it. Don't put a future on that. People may not agree with me. But I always believe in living for the present because tomorrow may never come. And if tomorrow comes, it will be today. I hope you understand what I'm saying when I say that. Because when, if, if we make it to October 8th, to October 8th won't be tomorrow. It will be today when we get to October 8th. Just like yesterday was October 6th. And as we lived October 6th, It was today, or you know what I mean. And once we got to October 7th, October 7th is today. So as we thought about October 7th on October 6th, it was tomorrow. But tomorrow is here. And what is tomorrow? It is today. I hope I did not confuse you because that sounded convoluted. (laughs) But I'm, I'm saying it all to say tomorrow is never tomorrow when it comes. The future is never the future when it comes. It is always today. It is always the present time. So always create for today. Call those things that be not as though they were for today. Not any future time. And that doesn't mean that it it will materialize today. But one of these todays, it will. But if you keep... If, if you push it to a tomorrow date, that tomorrow date may never come, which is my point. Always create for today date. I feel like... <laughs> I hope you understand what I'm saying. Please drop down in the comments and let me know if you understood what I said, because it sounds a little wonky, even as I said, today date apologies. So that is kind of what I wanted to get on here to say about that scripture, because I've heard it all of my life, but nobody deigned to kind of break it down to say, you know, you really can use this and call things that you want into your life um, that don't exist right now. Nobody's ever done that and i've been i was raised in the church i've never heard any person say that and correlate this scripture with manifesting your life never never in my life if you have let me know in the comments let's 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 have a discussion about it um we are about 18 minutes in so i'm going to end it here because i've noticed my my talking is getting longer and longer So I'm going to end it here. I hope you guys have an amazing day. Don't forget to add gratitude as part of your daily practice. I promise you, I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude to your life. You guys have a blessed day.